This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. I'm Alan Guile, and this week we delve into the world of vocation. Up to this point this week, as we've been exploring the idea of vocation or calling, we've perhaps unsurprisingly, but possibly also unwittingly, thought in terms of the individual, my vocation, God's call to me. The Book of Common Prayer, that brilliant formulary that was the result in England of that car crash between Catholic tradition and Protestant commitment, reveals on close study some interesting additions to previous Christian thinking. And no, it's not all about the shape of the Holy Communion service. One addition, the result apparently of the influence of Martin Busser, the highly respected German theologian of the 16th century, into the ordination rite in the Book of Common Prayer, is a very individualised question. Do you trust that you are inwardly moved by the Holy Spirit to take upon you this office of deacon? Do you trust that you? Selection for ordination has always been a decision, a discernment of the church. But this new push towards the personal, reinforced by various waves of the spiritualization and privatization of the faith in the centuries since, has quietly shaped our thinking around the source of calling and vocation. So we tend naturally, instinctively, to think now about my vocation, my calling, God's call to me. What though if vocation is to communities and groups also? What if the call of God is not just to the individual, but is corporate? St Paul uses the analogy of the human body, doesn't he, in his first letter to the Corinthians, one body with many parts, each with a particular function, apostles, prophets, teachers, leaders, helpers, administrators, each a complementary part of the whole body. And although we tend to read the gospel stories in terms of our Lord's call to individuals from their various backgrounds and find encouragement in this reading, the truth of the church seems to be that very quickly communities emerged focused on realising on earth the ideas of the kingdom of God, set apart and called to witness in abstraction or into missional engagement. Interestingly, those who were called to live in abstraction faced into the question that Busser had grafted into the ordinal, do you trust that you are called to this life? But just as often the question had a communitarian dimension. What are we called to? What are we called to be and to do by God as a community in the world? So perhaps if you step back and look at the whole sweep of church history, thinking of vocation as entirely individualised is something of a distortion. What might be the upside of this other, this communitarian view of things? 
Well, it might, for example, release many who would not see themselves individually to be vocational people to sense that, as part of something bigger, they might just have a role to play. The idea of my vocation moves us pretty swiftly to the idea of needing to be heroic, distinctive and courageous. But for introverts, or for the shy and the timid, that's not a comfortable place. What if they felt happy sensing that they, you, I, had a part to play in something collective that might be of God? I might sense that fulfilment and a filling out of my sense of identity might lie in collaboration rather than, than in pursuing my solo trajectory as someone called. And that could just be liberating, enabling and exciting. What might be necessary for this to be possible? Well, firstly, that a community take the time to articulate its sense of itself. Very often the communities we belong to, we belong to because we simply like belonging. Our belonging is about what we get and not about what the community offers, or at least we don't articulate that. Collaborative vocational communities need to take the time to articulate what their vision is. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that whatever that vision is, for it to be vocational, necessitates it being in response to the needs of God's world, because that is what vocation is, being called to. So a vocational community is one that is curious about the needs of the world, the needs of the kingdom, about what it uniquely could contribute or bring to that need. And only when this necessary curiosity is in place can a community articulate its calling. And only when it articulates its calling can individuals find their place within its work and ambition. If earlier in these podcasts we've been pondering what is my vocation, we might now reasonably ask what is our vocation together? And what might I bring to our common life and endeavour? And what, in that bringing, might possibly be the making of me? Grant us a vision, Lord, to see what we can achieve, to reach beyond ourselves to shape our lives with others, to stretch our capabilities, to increase our sense of purpose, to be aware of where we can help, to be sensitive to your presence, and to give heed to your constant call in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you.